Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, man. I'm <laughs> I'm struggling here tonight. I um I've got a message sitting in front of me that I have had for quite some time. Um, it's actually just a really pretty simple uh, thing that I'm going to probably elaborate on with each uh, phrase that I use here. But I told Rhonda just a few minutes ago, you know, I keep coming back to this and I don't want to do it. Um, you know, it's one of those messages that, that just, uh, I'm struggling with it. I, I'm, I'm struggling of how to deliver it correctly. I have sat here in this office very quietly this evening. Uh, Rhonda came in and, and uh, I told her I really didn't want to do this message, but it seems to be the one I've got to do. And she shut my door and, and I've just been sitting here questioning the Lord on, you know, is this really what you want me to do? I've gone through, a, I've got a stack of stuff over here that uh, I put together from time to time when God drops them on my spirit. And I've I've got several that need to be worked on and need to be expounded on, and need to be rewritten. And I've got some that are ready to go and none of them fit. So <laughs> this is the, this is what God, I feel like I, I can't get away from. So I am going to share this with you tonight. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going to come out of my mouth. I've just prayed that the Holy Spirit guide me through this. Uh, I'm just going to be a vessel tonight and allow the Lord to pour into me whatever it is he chooses to pour into me so that he can pour it into you. Amen. Uh, Tonight's title is Runaway. You know, we just recently did a title um, talking about the the uh, the story of a of a scared runaway. And it was David that we talked about, but tonight's title is just simply "Runaway," and and I'm talking not being a runaway. I'm talking about run away from something. One, we need to run away from churches and ministries where you're comfortable in your sins without any sense of shame or guilt. That's going to kick us off right off the bat shin kicking toe stomping but it's a truth run away from churches and ministries where you're comfortable in your sins without any sense of shame or guilt listen if you're going through the motions and you're doing your sunday duty and you're doing what you feel like is your christian duty and you're going to church on a sunday morning and the ministry that you're sitting under doesn't confront any sin you may have in your life you really need to run away from that. There is no point in going into something that's not going to challenge us to grow deeper in our faith with the Lord. And in doing so, it should confront our sin, whatever that sin may be inside of us. Secondly, run away from churches with empty, endless prophesying that have you occupied with, oh, I receive shouts and screams and now have your eyes fixed on earth rather than on Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. You know, I've often referenced my one of my favorite writers is Tommy Tenney. And in one of the books he wrote in God Chasers, he wrote a phrase in there about it's easy to prophesy the future. In other words, it's easy for, for, for you to stand people in front of me and, and I could speak things over them which they would like to hear. It's not hard to do. It's not hard to prophesy the, 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 the potentials of prophets. It's not hard to, to give the feel-goods and the frills. That's easy because we know what we want as a, as a human race. But what Tommy says is, where are the prophets who will prophesy the heart of God? We need to run away from those ministries that are simply endless, empty prophesies, prophesy, prophecies that have us occupied with uh, kind of a name-it-claim-it kind of thing and, and 
it's all about the excitement. It's all about the the hoopla. It's all about the dog and pony show. Uh, when I was in the revival mess and ministry movement back uh, as I gave my life to the Lord um, back in the '90s, late '90s, part of what God continued to share with me is don't get hung up here. There's more. So don't it's it, don't get caught in just the manifestations of my spirit. There's more. He can, can continue to tell me to go deeper with everything that I did. Thirdly, run away from the gospel that only focuses on self-improvement and how to live your best life now. That's probably going to hurt somebody. (laughs) Run away from the gospel that only focuses on self-improvement. Listen, it's not about self-improvement. It's about surrender. It's it's about surrendering our life to Christ wholly and completely. This isn't about us. We, we have to surrender our life. We have to die with Christ, be resurrected with him, so that we can do the things that he has called us and, and positioned us to do here and now. It's not about self-improvement. It's not how to live my best life now. It's how to serve him best now. I know that's probably going to twist somebody up a little bit, but it's, it's just a simple truth that I'm going to share with you. Fourth. Run away from those who use the name of Christ for personal gain. Picking your pockets in the name of Jesus. I could name off a lot of things there. I'm not going to. You should be able to figure this out. Run away from those who who use the name of Christ for personal gain. In other words, they're using a ministry to gain your funds. You know, at the end of every one of my messages, I ask if anyone's willing or would like to support us financially. Well, And I guess you could categorize me here if you want to, but I would assure you that the monies that this ministry raises isn't enough to to send me off jet-setting anywhere. Most of the time I fund this ministry from doing hell work on cars. We are gaining ground. We have some great support. We've got people who believe in our message, who believe in our ministry, and who love supporting us and do so monthly. Man, that's awesome. And we're so appreciative of that because it helps us do the ministry that God has called us to do uh, without me having to fund it. It's not paying a salary. I hope to one day it will. But until then, we just continue to, to pursue the things of God and trust him to supply for our needs. We're not picking anybody's pockets. We need to run away from those types of things. Run away from teachings and preaching that only focus on health, wealth, and prosperity. Kind of fits back into that same category. It's, it's not a name it, claim it thing. That's not how God works. God's an if you will, I will. If you'll give up these things, I'll bless you with these things. If you'll follow me, I'll show you the path of life. If you'll surrender, then I'll bless you accordingly. It's an if you will, I will. and It has nothing to do with health, wealth, and prosperity. Sure, God wants us to be prosperous, but not always is that going to be the place because we also know that the love of money is the root of all evil. It's scriptural. Run away from churches and ministries where men and not Christ are being glorified. Whose kingdom are they building? Are they building their kingdom or are they building God's kingdom? Because technically... (laughs) We don't need a kingdom. He does. It's his. All we need to do is his bidding. We're here to do the work of of the Father. That's exactly what Jesus said. I'm here to only do what my Father has me doing. I'm here to do his will. That's what we should be here to do as well. 
Run away from churches and ministry where there's no call for repentance. Mm. No call for holiness. No call for total separation from the world. Listen, if there is a message coming to you from any pulpit that doesn't call you to repent from sin, to become holy, that God says that we're to be holy because I am holy. It's what he said. We're to process our life to be holy because he's called us to be holy. We're to be set apart from this world. We're to separate ourselves from this world. We're, we're to be in this world, but not of this world. You understand what that means? That we are to walk according to his will in this world. This world is fallen. This is a fallen world. We're not a part of that if we're a follower of Jesus Christ. We're surrendered to him. We're in, we're in this world, but we're to be separated from the worldly things around us. Run away from sermons and teachings that excite your flesh and starve your spirit. There's a lot of good good preachers out there. There's a lot of tickling ears going on. There's a lot of speakers that are just pumping us up emotionally, but they're starving our spirit because they're not challenging us to be stronger Christians. They're not challenging us to go deeper into God's Word. Powerful stuff there. Run away from those who preach division between races and culture. I don't know how common a practice that is. I don't see that personally. Um, I, I'm not a part of anything like that, so I'm not sure where that fits. Some That may mean something to somebody, but you're to run away from those who preach division between races and cultures. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. You understand what that says? Come out from among them. Come out from among the world. Come out from among the fallen because you're separate. You ever seen that t-shirt or that little meme or maybe a poster where it's got this school of fish and they're all swimming one way and then right and smack in the middle there's one going the other way? That should be us. We are to go against the flow, not to swim along with the crowd. It's not a very popular message. It's not a very common message anymore, but we're to be set apart. We're, we're, to, we're to set our lives up to be who God called us to be and who he created us to be from the very creation of time. Remember Jeremiah chapter 1 says he, he knew us before he ever formed us in our mother's womb. He set us apart to be a voice to the nations. That's what he's called us to be. We need to run away from anything that is not bringing us closer to the Lord. I've, I've had some conversation just recently that are very challenging, very challenging conversations because, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes ministry and challenging word comes against the things that we like to do things that we might enjoy in our life. But we really do have to weigh against the Word of God. Now, y'all y'all have to weigh carefully against the Word of God. You've got to look at context. You've got to look at content. You've got to look at a lot of things when you go to studying God's Word. Ultimately, it is, it is a down to a matter of conviction. God, convict my spirit. To, if there's things in my life that, that are unpleasing, if I'm doing something, if I'm speaking away, if, I'm, if I've got something going on in my life that I shouldn't have, Lord, let your Holy Spirit convict me of that spiritually, that I might know to release that, to repent of that, and to come clean before you, so that I can be who you want me to be at any given moment of my life. Man, there's so much in these just little just these little things that I've read here tonight. Run away from things that are taking you away from the Spirit of God. Run away from things that are not challenging you 
to be a, a, a solid follower of Jesus Christ. So, run away from things that are not increasing growth in our life. It's, that, that's not uh, watering our garden. That's it, not bringing forth fruit. There, we don't need to be a part of anything that just makes us feel good. It, we've got to have something convicting our spirits to challenge us to be stronger in Christ. No one here has arrived anywhere yet. You're not spiritually there, I assure you. You might think you are, but you've been misled. If, if you feel that you've arrived somewhere, that you've got all the gods you need, you have been deceived. And you need to repent of that and allow God to press on in your life. There's more. Go deeper. I'll never forget God speaking that into my spirit. There's more. I was seeing things in the revival movement I had never seen my entire life growing up in Pentecostal church. I seen some crazy stuff growing up in Pentecostal church. I called it hairpin slinging, snot slinging, pew jumping, whatever you wanted to call it. I've seen it growing up in the Pentecostal church. But I saw things in revival I had never seen before. I saw an outpouring of God's spirit. I saw the spirit of God moving on human form. We can't handle that. Something's going to happen when the power and the presence of God come upon our human body. We're going to have a reaction to that. There'll be a response to that. And I saw things. I also saw Dog and Pony Show. And I saw people getting caught up in just that outward physical manifestation. And that's where God told me, there's more. Go deeper. Don't stop here. Don't, don't stop where you're at. There's more. Go deeper. Begin to seek the things of God for your life. Begin to call out to him. Begin to cry out to him in your prayer time. God, I want more. I want more of you in my life. I know there's more. I want to go deeper. God, show me. Speak into my spirit. Breathe over me those things that you would have me to see. And open my eyes and the eyes of my heart that I might look at things the way you do. I still stay on that theme of God, teach me to love like you love. Teach me to see like you see. Give me your eyes, Lord, that I might see. Amen. Well, <laughs> I feel a little bit of a release with doing this tonight. I hope it shared something with you that that sparks something inside of you. I, I know there has to be somebody out there that needed to hear this message tonight as hard as I fought against speaking it tonight. Maybe it was me. It very well could have been. God's moving. This is his time. Our time here on this earth, I believe, is is shortening. Uh, I've heard it all my life. I've heard it. He could come tomorrow, but boy, I've never seen it any closer than it is right now. We live in a very dark place. We live in a very dark world, but yet he's called us to be light in this darkness. Amen. So let your light shine before all men that they might see your father. Amen. We love you guys so much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for supporting us financially. All of our giving links are on our webpage, www.livinglightoutdoors.com. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for walking with us in this journey. Uh, we're in this thing together, arm in arm, hand in hand, back to back, whatever it takes. We're praying for you that God will bless you deeply. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.